You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth. So you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. everybody and welcome back to guild fellows today we have quite the predicament uh lots of death lots of action and now we have two uh, two crews on one sinking pirate ship our three intrepid adventurers are on the deck of said ship as a burnt up uh giuseppo is finding an eye patch off of a dead <laughs> off of a dead crew member uh, and placing it on himself so he's covering up his eye it is he <laughs> you can see him in comparison to Arthur who's pretty scraped up who has a bad scar in his over his eye but poor Giuseppo is completely blind to that eye um after we last left off um Felipe Captain Felipe with his massive hat is now uh dead on the ground as is uh Captain Silvio with his uh, almost as big hat uh and the crews are looking at each other after the violence. Their leaders are gone. They can You can tell there's a little bit of confusion about what to do. And then a couple of them start picking up the swords and they're about to go at it. It's kind of people are hesitant. Should they fight? Should they not fight? It looks like they're on the verge of fighting. What are we going to do? Um, if no one else makes a move, I would like to say something or yell something to the crew. Please do. <clears throat> Gentlemen, we have one ship. We have several casualties. Now you're more than welcome to kill each other in a bloodbath. But if you don't want to be stranded in the middle of the ocean, we are going to need all of the help we can get to get back to shore. So both of your captains are dead. As far as I can tell, neither of you have any allegiance to anything really so right now we find ourselves in a unique opportunity to chart our own course and a destiny that doesn't involve drowning to death slowly in the middle of the ocean they start to put their swords down and, and as they oh, oh i will say this speech both in uh castilian and um what is <laughs> where's the other pirate group from Fudachi? Uh, Vodachi. Yeah, I will say the speech in both languages, one after the other. Um. Okay. For that, do do you really speak both? I speak that's, all languages, even the dead ones. Uh, it's, <laughs> thank you, Q. <laughs> my apologies for having to ask. Um. So that's going to be panache plus convince, and you get an extra die for the flair of uh, the bilingual speech. Hell yeah. Um. As you're as you're rolling these, <laughs> if you get zero raises, then you're just gonna set them off, um, and you'll just be like, "What? What do they know?" Um, if you can give me a one, then they'll start scuffling, but like, you know, they won't like necessarily just tear each other apart. Um, if you get a, at least a two, then they are totally going to stop fighting, and you can work something out. 
If you give me a three, then they'll be open to working together. Um, it'll still take some more convincing, so more in positive than neutral. And a four, then you can convince them to work together. Okay, I got three raises. All right, you got the three raises. So they start to um, they they put their swords down to listen. And instead of picking them back up when you're done, they drop them. Uh, the clatter of uh, cutlasses and scimitars uh, and rapiers. Uh, clattering upon the wood uh, can be heard around in relative silence as the crew members start looking at, at each other. It doesn't look like they know what to do. It doesn't look like they know what they want to do, but it does look like that they are absolutely willing to work together. They're like, man, they got a point. Um, I want to die a pirate's death and drowning after a battle because of collateral damage isn't exactly what I would like. <laughs> And so they are uh, gonna. So they 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 stand there for a second. Um, one man, a sort of uh, middle-aged uh, uh, man with a large white beard, looks at Q and he says, "And with a and very thick uh, Castilian." Um, so what's the plan? What do we do? Are you going to lead us in sailing this vessel? What do we do? Okay. Well, first of all. I and I speaking in Castilian. Um, I don't really know how to sail, but I do know that perhaps we should focus on repairing the damage to the ship, the fire damage, any uh, anything sustained from cannon fire or otherwise, and we should do that first and then go from there. Uh, so he says. So who's going to be the new captain? I mean, if it's frankly, you're the only one I think we could be able to follow, and you don't know anything about sailing. What are we going to do? We need a captain. Okay, well, we'll put it under advisement. We'll figure it out. Just tell the people, to whoever knows how to repair ship, to start that, and then we'll, we'll come back by dinner. We'll figure it out. Um, the, so he, the, the Castilians start mumbling to each other. One of them, uh, a Vodachi man that speaks uh, Castilian, uh, translates the conversation. And so uh, they're saying... Uh, after a lot of mumbling, the Castilian man says again, "We refuse to work until we uh, we have a captain. It's just it's just the honorable thing to do. A ship has to have a captain." Okay. Um, I look over at my two companions. Give me a minute. I say to him, uh, "What are we gonna do?" Well, I don't know what any of that conversation was just about, so oh. do you mind filling us in? Right, right, okay. So, uh, that's a good She's point. She's like, sinead has got her, like, Castilian to, to English dictionary. Like, in this war, just, like, flipping through it. Um, yes. I was like, where did you get that? <laughs> I didn't know she could read. <laughs> was that a Harry Ouch. Potter reference? you know that line was ad-libbed um it's pretty cool but uh oh you're right so they want a captain um before they start working i think to get a sort of united front an idea of what we're going to be doing um i don't really know how to sail i do know how to manage people i'm a very effective leader i would say it's probably one of my skills but um, I don't want to be like, I'm the captain now, because that seems kind of uh, presumptuous. But I wanted to know what you guys are feeling. Like, what's the vibe here? I think we should pick somebody from the surviving crew that is a member of whatever party has more sailors surviving. Preferably the second mate of whatever like side, quote-unquote, won this engagement. That way they can't be overthrown very easily, and they already have the respect of the crew. Uh, see, here's the thing I worry about that. It's like, what if that person is an asshole and then they're like asking me to do things that I don't really want to be doing? I don't really want to be in that situation. I understand. I am responsible for at least one death of a captain today, and I'm not sure how well that's going to pan out and people realize that. So I would also prefer to not really be under the thumb of management at this moment. Well, I've never captained a ship this big before, but I'm up to the task. Aren't you like fucking 12? <laughs> well, it's good enough to get your ass all the way around the ocean. 
right, I'm just not sure they're going to buy it quite so easily as we can. I mean, we know that you can sail a ship, kind of, but they don't really know who you are at all. Um, to them, you're just a 15-year-old girl. Not to be rude, Sinead, you definitely have the skills to man a ship. I'm just not quite sure your, like, effective delegation of leadership tasks is really at the levels that it needs to be. I think you can well, get there, but what I don't if you were my first mate? You. Hmm? What if you were my first mate? Um, I mean, that's like, what do you want, you know? I would... I'm just trying to find a solution. I mean, I'm here to help whoever is in charge, so I'd be okay with that. Alright, maybe, maybe suggest that to them. Yeah, okay. I can't speak the language, so... Right. Yeah, I think that might be another uh, roadblock to captaining. But you know what? We'll propose it. We'll propose it. We will see what happens. And then if they say no, they say no. All right. I return to the people. Um, the dude with the white hair. Uh, so he, he says... Um, She's a bit on the young side. Am I correct? <laughs> She, is, she certainly has the vigor and enthusiasm that youth brings, if that is what you're meaning, yes. Q, Q, what are they saying? What are they saying about me? Huh? <laughs> I think they just called you short. <laughs> I'll show them short. Can the temper. Um, <laughs> she is young. Um, she knows how to run a ship. Probably. I can help translate. It might be easier if we have someone who is, you know, like a neutral third party. Just until we make port, then people can go wherever people want to go. Um, and perhaps whoever high-ranking officers are still alive from either of these crews can help manage the tasks of running the ship as well. So he he definitely sees the point, like... Um, the way that they're all translating and mumbling amongst each other, you're hearing the sentiments what you can overhear from conversations is that both sides would never follow a captain from the other side, so it have, would have to be one of you three, probably. Um, you could choose one of them, but it would invite some trouble. So they they actually would rather follow a 15-year-old girl than follow a <laughs> yeah. captain from the other side. <laughs> However, they want to make sure uh, that she is a good leader. And so, uh, the man uh, with the beard says, uh, if you can translate what she says, um, and he goes, wait a minute, what language does she speak? Avalonian. So he he says, I'm a learned man. I was uh, a noble before I took a pirate's life. I I know that language as well. Um, I will... I'll translate whatever she says, but I would like to hear her uh, give her first speeches and orders as captain, uh, just as a, a matter of honor. She must introduce herself to us and then give us a speech. <laughs> yeah, uh, Q just says shit really quietly because he was hoping, or they were hoping that like they could <laughs> take what Sinead says and make it sound super fancy <laughs> at any given point. <laughs> oh my god uh, that would have been an easy way out but i didn't think yeah, about that's totally that so fair. It's, <laughs> you're up to, you're up at bat Sinead. <laughs> all right i'm down for the task okay here you go she says they want me to make a speech huh i'll give them a speech and uh she steps up on whatever crate or barrel is <laughs> nearby because she's probably much shorter than most of them there is a there's a a soap box like a, a box of soap, <laughs> a box labeled soap. Okay, um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> so she stands up on the literal soap box and she says, "All right, men, my name is Sinead, and you will now address me as Captain Sinead. I bet that most of you have never been captained by a woman before, let alone a fifteen year old woman." But I think this is an arrangement that we will be able to make work. And if we all want to live and survive and get to our next destination B, all in one piece, then I suggest that you all listen to what I have to say. 
Firstly, we need to repair the damage that has been done on this ship so we don't sink like the other one. So for those of you who were on this ship before, I need you to grab a partner and take them to a place that needs repairing and show them how to repair. And the rest of you, get on with your duties as normal. And once everything is fixed, we will get on our merry way. Does that sound all right to all of you? They all look at each other. And all of a sudden, you start hearing like a quiet, like, Anish, 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 Anish. <laughs> and start chanting your, <laughs> the nickname they've given you. Oh, my God. Uh, the, Anish, Anish, Anish. And it's like they're all like, like cheering. And that one, uh, the, the bearded man walks over to the dead captains and picks up both of their hats. And he puts them in front of you to choose uh, the large, fancy Castilian hat of Felipe and the imposing uh, Vodachin dark hat of uh, of Silvio. Uh, it is yours to choose which captain captain's hat you would like. I think she's gonna choose Silvio's hat just to, because she's not she's not super fancy, but she's imposing. Uh, you you take Silvio's Silvio's hat. Um, the other one, he, uh, the other one, he takes back and, uh, takes it into the crowd. You do not see what he does with it. Um, but congratulations, Sinead, you are the captain of the ship. Hell yeah. I Hell the yeah. Hat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, the hat's like in the wind, you know what I mean? The, the <laughs> um, one last thing. The bearded man says, now this ship has the Castilian name and frankly I don't think it's one that all the men will follow it's half sunk anyway we should rename the ship what shall we name the ship um she looks down to Arthur well Arthur kind of shrugs his shoulders and is just like um I don't know I'm a fan of more something Avalon the name that Arthur suggests comes from the Inish mythology, and it's the name for the god of death that would take souls of the slain from the battlefield. The name of the ship that I suggest is the Lady Morrigan. Oh, I love that. Oh, How do you spell that? Yes. Morrigan is spelled M-O-R-R-I-G-A-N. I love that. Before I forget... Um, do I get a hero point for turning the tide of violence with charm? Yeah, I'll, I'll give it to you there. Hell yeah. I also want to ask if I get a hero point for um, shooting Captain Felipe, because I have a quirk that earns me a hero point when I use my hunter's acumen to save someone from danger, and technically, I saved us all from danger. <laughs> I will I will totally give you that. I was actually planning on giving you a hero point. Uh, just as like just as a for killing the boss, basically. But yeah, you can have it for that. <laughs> Do I get one for my speech? Uh, okay, okay, hold up, hold up. <laughs> let's let's be let's for okay. That one I say has to have to do with your character's quirks. You already got the ship. I mean, what's your what are your quirks? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Uh, my quirks are earn a hero point when you make a personal sacrifice to ensure the freedom of another. And when you resort to the edge of your blade to defend a noble ideal. I'm going to say no on this one, but okay. there'll be opportunities in the future. Okay. And you got, like, two last session. Yeah, I did. Um, True. Uh, all right. So, uh, the Lady Marligan, which is <laughs> badass name, <laughs> um, is being repaired all um, around. Can I? I, I want to do something. Yes. Sinead points to two random guys and says, you two. Go paint the new name of this ship on the site. Uh, what what font would you like, Captain? Your most fancy that you can do. Uh, he goes. Uh, most of us are illiterate. I. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Can I please uh, draw them a sample so they can look off of it? Yes, that... please take after Q's calligraphy. All right, Q. What, what do you throw down? What font? It has to be a viable Microsoft Word font. You, first of all. Um, no. Second of all. 
um, the the word the is written um, just kind of a standard serif, kind of like a Trajan sort of vibe in all caps. Lady is a hand-lettered cursive that um, has very, like, varying line width, you know, so the curves are really thick and the straight lines are a lot thinner. And then Morgan is in that sort of, like, traditional, like, Irish font where the capital letters and the vowels are the same side and you have very rounded bowls. Um, you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. I love it. Okay. Um, excellent. So they, they they study it. They look after it. They're like, oh my goodness, this, this is a very well-educated person. <laughs> um, you know, I'm very into fonts. Uh, so they they say, um, so do I write it exactly like this on this ship? Like these, this is the order the words go in. Uh, we oui, yes. Uh, excellent. Um, and there are three words here. Is that this correct? Okay, excellent. So then uh, those two run off and paint it onto the sides. Uh, I'm gonna roll a quick random uh, RNG to see if they spell it correctly. They absolutely do. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Um, anyway, so there you go. Uh, the ship has uh, now has the uh, now has the name painted on the side. It's being repaired. It's sailing. Um, you are uh, in the in the ocean, uh, south of Castile ish, heading towards uh, either Castile or I know it's heading towards uh, Castile, right? Is that where we? Where yeah. Are we? Yeah. Heading towards Castile. And it looks like uh, Svenau all is well. Uh, however, uh, Giuseppo uh, was just barely ripped from the jaws of death by Q. Uh, twice, but uh, one recently. <laughs> um, some of you guys are bleeding, have some wounds. Um, Arthur, your side is... It's not bleeding like profusely, but do um, you do have uh, some blood coming out it's it looks like it's gonna need some stitches or something you're not like gushing blood you're not like taking more damage but you are in some you do have a dramatic wound in there um i also have a dramatic yeah sinead gave that entire speech with like like a wounded arm (laughs) like there's like (laughs) blood dripping down uh it just makes it more badass in the end (laughs) It does so yeah, that's uh, the aesthetic that, that I want my captain to have, you know. Right? Yeah. Bleeding. Uh, Bleeding. Q, did you? Did you? Or not Q? Uh, Sinead, did you raise uh, your sword during that speech? Nah, you didn't. Okay, so the blood is uh, didn't run up your arm at least. It's um, so you can tell exactly where it is. It's just coming out of sort of your lower forearm. It's dripping onto the soap box, getting all the soap bloody, um, and it's it looks like a pretty deep gash. Um, it's a wound. Uh, dramatic wound um q's fine uh giuseppo has three dramatic wounds but he's not getting any worse thanks to q's quick actions so uh you guys have the option to try and heal yourselves you guys can also get something to eat you guys can uh get to know the crew a little bit better um you guys just have free reign to do it if you want for a little bit um i point to another random crew member and i say oi get me a bandage uh he he's like i captain and uh he, he runs below deck <laughs> <laughs> i like this <laughs> um arthur's gonna retrieve the uh scimitar he threw into that random soldier last episode and also <laughs> retrieve his arrows like the all three of them from captain felipe uh absolutely so you you grab the scimitar you rip it out of him it kind of makes like a gross squelch sound um that's a great onomatopoeia, by the way. Uh, and you, you take it out. It's kind of it's covered in blood. It's a little gross. Um, then you you walk over to uh, Felipe's uh, Felipe's body. It looks like it, he died in anger. <laughs> like he really, really, really wanted to to kill Silvio. Um, all three arrows are in his chest, and it looks like um, he's been drained of quite a bit of blood. Uh, you have some trouble yanking them out, but you do, uh, get all three of them. They are severely stained. 
All right. Um, Arthur's gonna, like, put the three arrows back in the quiver, and he's just gonna try to, like, wipe off the blood from his sword, like, on his clothing, since it's already just fucking ruined again. <laughs> um, he's just like, oh, there's no possible way I can make this look better. So he just, like, wipes it on his pants, and then, like, ties it back around his waist, and then he goes and stands by Sinead, because that's what Arthur does. <laughs> um i I noticed you didn't clean the 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 blow off the arrows it will not affect it in in combat it's just gonna look bloody (laughs) when you fire them um uh, at this point the guy comes running back up uh up to the deck and hands the bandage to uh to sinead i put it on or try to (laughs) so in order to heal a dramatic wound um you're gonna have to patch yourself up this one isn't too bad it's also only a first dramatic wound so it's not going to be anything uh too ridiculous um you just have to and you have proper utensils to do it so it's going to be pretty low but you kind of have to roll um uh let's see here resolve plus uh where is this scholarship um and you just need two raises to, to fix it up or one raise i'd say yeah because it's the first level wound Hi, everybody. This is Rob. It's not Han this week. It's Rob. I'm here doing the mid-roll. Couple announcements right out the gate. Our contest is still going on. You still have the chance to win um, a set of really sweet dice and a 7th C guidebook. That closes the 12th, so you still have time to enter into that. If you're interested in doing that, um, the links and information for how to enter are on our social medias. Um, We'll also link it in the description of this episode. Big shout outs as always to Will Savino for supplying the music for this episode and many of the episodes um, in season two. He is a really great musician. He's fantastic. It's been a pleasure using his work and figuring out how to edit um, his music and incorporate it into our podcast. It's been just a joy. Um, I think the last episode, I used more music of his than I have ever used in a single episode, and I think it goes really hard. Um, So show him love. Um, Again, his information is going to be in the link in the description. Also, check us out on guildfellows.com. It's a website that connects you to all of our social media um, outlets. We've been working really hard to get that up, and I think it's great. I'm really proud of it. Um, And it links you to our Twitter, our Instagram, our Facebook. It also has some information about us. It links you to our Discord and our Patreon. Speaking of which, join our Discord if you want to stay connected with our community and what we're up to. It's a great little community. We've been seeing people come in consistently over the past few weeks, and it's great to, to grow the family and to uh to have everybody in there spreading love and joy so come join us if you're interested in that support us on patreon if you feel so inclined it's a great way to support the artists you love and uh we really appreciate it so let us know that you love us and uh join our discord support us on patreon links to both of those are in the description remember to rate review subscribe and follow for our podcast if you like what we do we want to reach more people and leaving a review and subscribing and sharing our content is the best way to grow our community Um, And we'd love to have more people drop in every week to listen. Also, Hannah's a streamer now. Hannah's streaming on Twitch. She's been streaming Pokemon recently. It's been super fun to drop into her streams and see what she's up to. Um, You can follow her at twitch.tv slash hannmckinley. That's spelled twitch.tv slash h-a-n-m-c-k-i-n-l-e-y. Go follow her. Go subscribe. Give her tons of bits. She deserves it. Um, It's been a great few weeks for us. We just want to continue to see this community grow and people engage with our content. So thank you so much if you're new around here. Thank you all of the much if you've been here since the beginning. We really appreciate all your support and welcome newcomers. And uh, with that, I'm going to let us get back to the show and see what our crew is up to on the Lady Morrigan. Bye. Have I told you guys about Anchor? If you haven't heard about it, let me explain. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's a free app that you can find in your phone's app store. It gives you creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone or your computer. Let it be known that you don't need a professional setup to start a podcast. Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and tons of other platforms. You can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast 
podcast in one place. We use Anchor for our podcasts, and as the one who edits and posts our episodes, it honestly makes my job so much easier. I really and truly love it. If you're looking to start your own podcast, I highly recommend using Anchor to do so. You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Um, can I help her? Uh, you can abs- You can absolutely help her. And uh, what was that? Something in scholarship resolve? Uh, resolve and scholarship, scholarship and resolve, yeah. yes. That's not great. Ooh, I didn't even get one raise, so. Um, I got one raise. All right, so. Thank God. <laughs> you. <laughs> so, uh, Sinead just barely gets patched up. Um, had it been a, sec- uh, a second dramatic wound, uh, you wouldn't have been able to get both of them done. You just would have had to stick with it for, uh, the, for a while. Um, but the plus side is it wasn't too bad. It was a small gash. And with Q's help, you're able to heal it up and you're now back up to full health. Okay. So I get rid of all those, uh, minor wounds that lead up to the dramatic wound as well. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Those clear out each, ep- each episode, right? Yes. Okay, good. Uh, uh, totally down to that. the, down to the last major wound. Yeah. Dramatic wound. Yeah. Um, all right. Would anyone else like to, to patch anybody up or do anything else before we move on? I'd like to help Giuseppo if I can as well. All right, so you're going to help out uh, Giuseppo, um, but he is in some pain right now. He is uh, sitting on the, um, he's sitting down on the deck. He looks like he's in pain. His skin's burnt, and it's mixing with the salt water, which looks quite painful. Um, he's trying really, really, really hard not to cry. Very obviously, he's sort of shuddering to himself. Um, his now bald head is. Um, it's still black with some of the ash from his hair, uh, and his eye patch um, is still looks like it doesn't quite fit his face yet. I'm going to offer him a bottle of rum, or whatever spirit I can get, um, and I'm going to say, you look like shit. He goes, I feel like shit. Yeah. You doing okay? I mean, considering, and I kind of gesture vaguely at him. He says, uh, how, how, how bad do I look? It's not great. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. <laughs> he, he respects that, but he still like just looks down and, and buries his, his head in his hands. Um, I will tell you now, there's probably not any mirrors on the ship, so he's, unless he can see his reflection in the ocean, he's not going to know what he looks like. But he knows he's badly burnt and wearing an eye patch. Um, so he says, can you, can you help patch me up at least? Yeah, and, you know, once we get out of the ocean and you have, you know, a bit of time, it will heal up better than this, I'm sure. Also, I'm very good at bandaging and stuff, so. Um, he says, okay. Um, so you're going to need, he's got three dramatic wounds. Um, that's going to be a scholarship plus, um, yeah, scholarship plus resolve. Since Arthur has not healed anybody yet, he can help out, uh, if you want. You're also going to want to help yourself out, but you will know, be lenient. Um, I will say that, uh, in this particular case, you'll, uh, you're going to need one raise to reduce each dramatic wound. Okay. okay um i think arthur is going to like go sit by giuseppo and i guess remove his shirt so he can patch up his like side that's bleeding and also just like i also want to try to just like give giuseppo some comfort and be like oh kind of in the same you know boat here we both got our face burnt we're both torn up but hey we're better men for it am i right and just like trying to like kind of keep his spirits high uh, he, he says, uh, I guess better man. What did I even do? I, I just got, I just, I got in the way and I got burnt. You have probably more real world military and adventure experience than any leader that Vodachi has ever had. My friend, you've never been more qualified or more attractive to the ladies. I'm going to be honest, you know, 
<laughs> he he knows he you're completely nothing. lying to him. Like, like there's uh, there's plenty of ladies on this ship, and not a single uh, lady pirate gave him look looked at him twice. But he he your sense of humor is charming to him, and he he sort of smiles a little bit. Um, yep. Uh, cool. Arthur, so Arthur, what do, what do I need to roll to heal myself? Uh, it's gonna be resolve plus scholarship. Okay. I got one raise for Giuseppo. All right. So you you patch him up best you can with the materials available to you, and um, it looks like he's just gonna have to. He's gonna be out of commission for a bit, and he's gonna have to spend some time in uh uh down below deck. Uh, he won't be of any help to you until he's completely healed, which will be a little bit while. Um, <clears throat> oh no, so, what are we going to do without Giuseppo? I, look, man, I just, <laughs> I'm just I'm telling just you, you what happens. Time. I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> Arthur got two raises. All right, uh, since you only had... How many dramatic wounds did you have? I had one. All right, since you only had um, one, you can bank it for later, or you can use your second one to get rid of the second of Giuseppo's wounds. Um, I'll help out Giuseppo. I'll patch him up too. You know, I got some experience at this point having burn and, you know, sword wounds, so I can I can help him out. So you help patch up Giuseppo. Um you don't uh you don't heal the wounds that are quite as difficult to heal as um as the ones that Q did, but you do patch up some of his cuts and scrapes and stuff. Um he only has one wound that's now bleeding, but his burns and his um major major stabs or, or patched up and no longer bleeding so um he's got a little bit of a scrape uh going down his chest but uh that's it so he's going to uh uh ask to call two people over to him and have them have them help him down below deck where he will have to stay for the remainder uh in a bed will he have to stay for the remainder of the episode and the beginning of the next one as well until he heals that last dramatic wound we haven't healed him for yet uh, Arthur, you, um, have that wound in your side that's bleeding. It's now patched up. Um, you are fine. All your health is, uh, is back to normal again. Um, it still looks like you're banged up, but for combat roleplay, uh, purposes, you have a hundred percent health. Um, Arthur has looked like, you know, just a little bit fucked up for like several weeks now in his IRL <laughs> yeah. life. Yeah, uh, Arthur's kind of been like the the meat shield here. He's definitely taken a lot of hits. I I, I feel like Arthur wins like Rocky wins in the Rocky movies. Not because he can hit the hardest, but because he can take the most hits. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have not done a great job of avoiding dangerous situations so far. In fact, I've caused a lot of things that have <laughs> directly hurt me, but... I don't know what you're talking about. Q's doing great at avoiding dangerous situations. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're on. I'm on this night shit, basically. <laughs> uh, so, now that uh, you finally have the ship under you, you guys have... Um, you guys can start working on upgrading the ship, healing the ship. You guys can uh, talk to the crew. It's You guys have a, an open an open beach day <laughs> uh, to try and improve your chances of survival for the future or do what you need to do. I am going to grab <laughs> yet another random crew member and <laughs> ask them to uh, show me where I can help repair the ship. Uh, he's like, all right, captain. And he, uh, <laughs> I love how they all have the same they voice. They all sound the same. <laughs> <laughs> all right, captain. <laughs> uh, I've finally decided to do consistent voices, except it's not with the same character. <laughs> it's like an NPC in a video game when they have like a, like Skyrim, where they have 30 NPC, like 50 NPCs, but like two voice actors. <laughs> Lol. Um, Okay, so he is going to take you to uh, the sales. Um, we'll get back to that in a second. Uh, you two, what do you guys want to do? I'd probably like want to talk to the officers, get to know them, kind of answered questions about you know this transition period. Uh, just be my usual charming self. It just so happens 
that uh, a couple of the officers right now are leaning over the side of the ship, um, looking out over the horizon, and um, <clears throat> chatting amongst themselves about the current situation. It looks like it's the, the first and second mates from uh, both the ships, so there's four of them total. Um, you can tell that two of them are obviously Castilian and two of them are Verdachin. Yeah, I will just go up and I will ask them how they're feeling about everything. Um, so one of the, the Castilian goes, oh, I kept, oh, sorry, I thought you were somebody else. <clears throat> uh, he goes, I'm, uh, he goes, I'm doing okay. I'm glad that my ship is fine and that I'm on it. Um, I lost a lot of good, good sailors in that fight. Uh, at least I'm headed home. Yes, um, it can be very difficult in this lifestyle. The Vodachin first mate nods his head and agrees um, and says, maybe I should retire after this. I've, I already miss my captain. He was my best friend and my older brother. And he looks down at this, his shoes. Yeah, I um, can imagine that is very tough. And um, what would you do if you weren't sailing? He says, it sounds silly. There's a the disease that's been started in South Castile that's been it's been growing lately. Um, it's well, mostly been growing east. Uh, hasn't traveled to the west yet. In fact, I I doubt news of it has even traveled as far as Montaigne. But I hear that there's possibly a cure to it uh, somewhere in the waters on an abandoned island. Um, I know it's a just a tale that people tell to to get through the day that there might be hope out there, but <sighs> frankly, um, maybe I just go out and sail for that. Sometimes a fool's effort, if it's a noble one, is is worth all the time in the world. I'm not getting any younger. We don't live forever, and honestly, what else could I possibly want to do? Um, the uh, Castilian man. Um, both of them, both the Castilian men, nod their heads. Um, the Vodachin second mate, she seems to be pretty preoccupied with the way the ocean looks, staring deep into it. Um, and she slowly nods, uh, uh, slowly nods her head. Um, it looks like it's something that they that has been weighing on them lately. The uh, second mate from the Vodachin ship says. You know, it just goes to show you how we all feel now that we were killing each other not too long ago, and now we're all working together to survive. It's, you know, sometimes a, a person just has to get up in the morning and do what they got to do to make it through the day, you know? Yeah, I'm familiar. And uh, how about you? You know, you're sailing. What does the ocean mean to you, Q? <laughs> and they know your name because words traveled around about the only Montane person anyone's ever seen here. <laughs> Yeah. I I make an impression. Y- yes. Um that's a very loaded question what the ocean means to me. Very like recently acquainted with the ocean, you know. Was, um like I've sailed before, but like the traveled, but not like in this way ever. More like a more like a traveler, less like a sailor if you catch what I mean. Um uh. They all, they all nod. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they take one look at me and are like, yeah, that person's never worked hard a day (laughs) in their life. (laughs) Um, I guess right now the ocean is just offering me an opportunity to try and decide what kind of person I want to be and what sort of legacy I want to lead with my life. I'm sure you guys have witnessed what's going on in Montaigne right now. In some way. They look at you blankly. <laughs> they oh. they don't. <laughs> There's like an entire revolution going on. A revolution, you say? Yeah, like, uh, yeah, all the oppressed people decided they're tired of being oppressed. So, you know, bloodshed, change in government, lots of questions about what it means to be a person, what it means to be a country, ideals, you know, like the usual. Is it like a, like a bloodless coup or like how, like... How bad are we talking? I mean, there was, like, a lot of fire involved, so, like, probably not. 
Um, and some dudes oh. did try to like kill us on our way out of the city. So I thinking blood is definitely super involved. I wonder if they call it the Q. I guess <laughs> Q. I mean the Q. Um, because I don't really know what's going on like in the capital with the emperor. But uh, I, you know, so I don't know if it's like a mili- like a, a government thing or if it's just an uprising. I don't know how long it's going to be. I don't know if any of my family or my friends are alive. So, you know, it's pretty usual stuff. Um, so he, uh, the first mate from the Castilian ship sort of nods. Um, so, you know, I, I understand. Um, he says, the way you speak about the ocean, it, you seem to have a important relationship with her yeah you know you know just like like you know like in a completely normal way to have a relationship with a large body of water that's for sure they're like yes of course yes (laughs) (laughs) they they see nothing up with that like they're like yeah she just likes the water um (laughs) if we're gonna move to arthur um arthur before you do or say anything you might notice that the hand with the black spot has grown significantly larger, even larger than it had been earlier, causing you um, the whole hand to start to almost become black. Um, your bow hand is now um, getting increasingly dark. Um, Arthur like tests out his hand. He like grasps and un- like unfoils his hand like over and over again, and like kind of twirls around his wrist to see if he can like feel anything different. It works perfectly fine. Uh, it hurts a little bit. Ow. Is it like a dull pain? Or yeah, like dull. Sharp, like, fuck you, your bones are breaking kind of pain. No, it, it's like a dull pain. Okay. Ow. Um, well, that's deeply concerning. Uh, that's what he's thinking in his head. But he kind of like refocuses beyond his hand which is becoming black um he is just like a hodgepodge of like weird scars burns black marks i'm definitely a cursed pirate at this point um (laughs) i'm surprised i'm not a skeleton right now just like animated (laughs) so i think the first thing he wants to do is he he looks around the ship that was previously a battlefield and just sees like blood and corpses and for his sake and for everybody else's, he knows that there needs to be some cleanup. So what he wants to do is he wants to go around the ship and round up some like idle hands to kind of move all the bodies off of the ship and just kind of like get them in a pile and then kind of like haul them overboard one by one and kind of say some last rites, give people a chance to kind of say goodbye and then get the rotting bodies off the ship. So I think he's going to try to do that. All right. So um, you work on that for a while and then you... Uh, come across a um, you come across a uh, a very distressed young woman um, who looks to be like she could beat anybody in a fight and by the looks of the blood on her she beat a lot of people in a fight who's crying over the corpse of uh, a what looks to be a man about her age they both look like they're 20 I would say um, he's like clean shaven despite being on the ocean so he doesn't even have like a beard um and it looks like he was not quite as good as fighting as the young woman and he is quite dead arthur is going to like walk over to her slowly and take a knee and he's going to say in avalon i lass it's time to say goodbye and give him his last rites are you ready she um she understands what you're saying and she responds back uh and Avalon she she actually knows the Avalonian she knows the um knows the language and she says I don't think I'll ever be ready he I wasn't much for a sword but he was a good man <laughs> damned fool he got himself killed an idiot and she beats his chest for a bit Arthur like grabs her hands like on top of his chest or just on top of the corpse's chest just to kind of like stop her from beating her dead boyfriend is that you didn't ask (laughs) i didn't ask um i think he's gonna say just to kind of keep her mind like a little bit distracted he's gonna ask her you know avalon then 
Do you know our traditions for burial rites? Uh, she says, my my mother was from Avalon. I, I don't, and unfortunately, I, I didn't hear much of the culture. I just, I'm Aval- half Avalonian by, uh, by race, and I, I speak the language, but I've ev- never actually been there. I, I'm an Avalonian who's never actually been to Avalon. Uh, she's, um, uh, with her, she has a slight accent, which makes you think that she's from Vodachi and the Vodachian crew. Wow. I couldn't properly describe it to you. The burial rites, I mean. Plenty of singing and dancing and a lot of relatives drinking a lot of alcohol. But it's a wonderful time. The best way to send someone off, especially someone so young. She says, I, I suppose we should bury him at sea then. For now. But when we get back to Avalon, we will give him a proper send-off. I promise you. You and her work together to uh, to clean the ship of this man's corpse. And um, she feels a little bit better for it. And you've made a new friend. Um, okay. <laughs> After <laughs> they toss the body overboard, he extends his hand and says, My name is Arthur. Sir Arthur, nice to meet you. She extends her hand outward and then recoils because your hand is charcoal and rotting. <laughs> oh, um, he pull he pulls that one back and extends his other hand. And, like, <laughs> looks like down, kind of embarrassed, and like puts the other hand behind his back. <laughs> she 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 like assumes, I guess, that that was like a bit, like, um, and just like, oh, you know, I'm sure it's just ash, and I don't know. She she thinks you're charming enough to where she just kind of dismisses it, thinks nothing of it. Uh, she shakes her hand. And um, she says, uh, I'm Isabel. Isabel, what a name. (laughs) She uh, is, so she's uh, 20 years old or so. She is about, um, she's very strong looking. Like it looks like she works out a lot, which she doesn't. She just works on a ship. Um, You can definitely tell from, she has a very athletic body, very uh, good with the sword, amazing in a fight. Um, she's got this curly, like, blondish hair and um, these uh, dark brown eyes. We are now jumping to Sinead, who was taken to the absolutely decimated rigging. Um, and the one of the sailors uh, says, Oi, Captain! Uh, our rigging's been uh, torn through! What can I do to help? He goes, Well... Just pitch in. I'm sure you know your way around a ship. And he goes, ha ha, and like claps you in the back. But you're like, you know how you're only like 13 years old and you're like 410? Like, you like. Uh, I like how like, you keep getting younger. <laughs> like, you like lurch forward, like, oh, and you just like get clapped. Um, <laughs> and you like, um, the force of this blow. Uh, so you're going to have to crawl up and down the rigging. Uh, I hope you're nice and spry. That's going to be sailing plus um, uh, sailing plus finesse. And let's see how well you can uh, fix up the rigging. The more races you get, the better, the easier the ship will be to maneuver in case of a problem in the future. Uh, And also the faster you're going to get to Castile. I forgot to add a bonus dice last time. So that's a rip. I won't forget this time. Um... This will have some long-standing, uh, uh, long-standing repercussions. So it's a good time to roll well. Okay, that's 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 not bad. Um, I got three raises. All right, so you get three raises. Uh, the ship looks like even slightly better than it was before. Uh, we'll have some <coughs> great maneuverability. Um, as, uh, everyone's sort of like amazed at your ability to. Um, to rig up a ship, despite being only 11 years old, everybody's like, "Oh wow, you inish, inish!" They're all really excited about <laughs> your abilities, um, and you rig up the ship pretty well. Three races is good. Uh, the ship is going to be very easily maneuverable in the future. Um, the the man you're with, uh, he's Castilian. Um, he obviously knows what the ship looked like before and knows that this is arguably even better, and. Um, he uh, extends his hand and says, uh, name's Enrique. I'm Sinead. 
Nice to meet you. Uh, he, he says, I know, we heard your speech. <laughs> well, it doesn't hurt to, to introduce a second time, but all right. Uh, he he is very, uh, he, he's like, ah, I suppose you're right. Um, so what uh, what brings a young lass like you all the way out here? Uh, you know, just adventuring, seeing the world, getting caught up in some Vodachin civil war with the prince, you know, the the basics. Um, he goes, ah, the Vodachin civil war. Um, Vodachi and Castile keep eyes on each other all the time. We we always know what's going on in the other, in the other person's land. It's, uh, it's not a amicable relationship but it's a relationship all the same um it yeah honestly it's really been affecting our lives pretty recently uh of the merchant princes which ones they decided to go with uh caligari vestini and modavi all decide to go with vivaldi um which would be your friend's father lucani villanova uh felisci and bonulli decided to side with the other one the economic implications of the most important trades trade port in the entire world's history being embroiled in civil war. That's a lot of money that's not going to be going to the church, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, the church, my favorite organization. <laughs> uh, what What is the Inish relationship with, with the, the Vatacene, he says? Um, <laughs> you guys keep asking me questions that I don't know the answers to. <laughs> Um, Inismore is primarily Druidic, though Objectionist and the Vatican are bro- both present, but Vatican. Uh, so, ki- kind of religious, I guess. So, he says, ah, we'll, we'll, we'll make a, uh, we'll make a faithful one out of you yet, huh? And it looks uh, like... Yeah, sure. <laughs> he looks like he's, like, not, he doesn't, like, terribly mean it. He's just, like, acting within his own culture. Like, he's not going to try and convert you, but... Right. <laughs> But he 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 wouldn't be unhappy if you wanted to convert to to the Church of Castile. Um, yeah. So he uh, so he sort of laughs to himself, and uh, he walks off. Um, a young uh, a a young uh, Castilian boy up in the um, up in the uh, the rigging crawls down. Uh, and he just says, "I captain," but in like a really high pitched voice. So it's like, "I captain." <laughs> um, he is only one year older than you, so he's like nine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have an eight year old captaining this fucking ship. I'm glad Brennan is dunking on Hannah for me after all the times that Sinead has talked shit on Arthur. <laughs> Um, but but seriously, he he looks like he's uh, he looks like he's like about to turn sixteen, is how old this guy looks. Um, gotcha. And uh, he's like, uh, nice to meet you in a very thick Castilian accent. Um, I was the youngest one on the ship before now. Uh, glad to have you on board. <laughs> ah, well, thank you. You might need to recheck your your uh, roping up there. You might need to go turn it left instead of turning it right. You see the power so he, move. He looks like <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah, right. you. you're doing your job place. wrong. Her main concern is the ship right now. Uh, uh-huh. So because he's an upstart teenager, he goes, "But what? I don't know what talking about. I, I think it looks great. Like, what's wrong with it? It just looks a little bit unstable, you know." Um. So he, you are the captain. So he goes, "I oh, captain," and then he. <laughs> Uh, crawls up and fixes the rigging. As he's doing it, he's like, oh my goodness, you were right. Uh, and he comes back down. Um, and he he said, I guess that's why you're the captain, huh? Sure is. And uh, being a, a neutral third party, that also helps. And right as, uh, uh, right as you say that, he says, oh, by the way, my name is but before he can get the words out, he looks in horror down at Sinead's arm, which is now completely covered in uh, in the necrotic look of uh, of ash. It is now um, consumed by the black spot. Ah, shit. And what in the hell is going on? 
I have a question about the dot, like how it looks. Like, does it look like it's like cracked and ashen, or is it just like that our skin just like went pitch black? No, I, I kind of, I kind of uh, imagine it as like literally just like tattoo ink on our whole hand. It okay. is. It is. Um, it does look like tattoo ink, but the skin is obviously suffering. It is like cracked and ashen too. Okay, so um, both. Okay. Yeah. So both. <laughs> does he also assume this is some kind of bit? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when you when you say my whole arm, like what, how like, how much of my arm is my whole arm? Like mid, I would say like mid bicep. Okay. So no, like you flex your bicep, and it's like the bicep, and then like your shoulder. It's like it goes up to like the middle of the the bicep. I, that that right. was a useless description. You know what the bicep is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. He just looks at you and, and at the your skin, which is falling apart, and he says, I've only seen that once before. And that's where we're going to end the session! For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.